So let's do mold illness and mold avoidance 101, the basics. So you think you might be sick from mold. Here's what you do. You take a mold sabbatical. A mold sabbatical is simple. You take a break from your house and your stuff and you go somewhere else like camping or a hotel. You see if you feel better. You see if when you return to your house and your stuff, if you have a reaction. It's that simple. You can skip the tests on your house to see if there's mold. You can skip the tests on your body to see if there's mold. They aren't very reliable. They're expensive and they're not individualized. So let's say you come back to your house and you realize your house makes you sick. The next step is to get away from your house. Even if it's just sleeping on a friend's couch, get your mind clear, get your head clear, get out of the mold. We have a saying, don't think in mold, get out of the mold. So what's next? You try to delay big decisions. Don't make big decisions right away. Don't sell your house. Don't buy another house. Don't spend tens of thousands of dollars. Try to conserve money. At this point, you want to go get clear and stay clear for as long as possible so you can start to heal. This might look like staying at hotels for a while. Hotels are a very good choice because there's a lot of bad stuff coming out of your system when you first start doing mold avoidance. When you're living in mold, your detox switch is turned off. The body refuses to detox no matter how many saunas or colonics or juice fasts you do. So when you get out of mold, a lot of bad stuff is coming out of you. If you buy an RV right away, you might self-contaminate the RV out of your skin and ruin the RV. So the first few months, you try to save money, you stay at hotels, you go in the hot tub, you swim in the pool, you detox, you get the maid to change the sheets every day and you save your money and you start to plan what's next. What's next might be a short-term rental like an apartment or buying an RV like what we did. Now, why would you buy an RV? Why wouldn't you just go straight into buying a new house? Well, there's two reasons. You're probably not ready to buy a house yet. You might not even be ready to rent a house yet. And a lot of people don't realize that some of the worst mold toxins are outside. So your whole neighborhood, your old neighborhood where you used to live, and even the city might have one of these problematic outdoor super toxins. Usually we find that people who are sick with mold illness not only were in indoor mold, but they were also in problematic outdoor mold. So part of the purpose of hotels or RVs is to experiment with what we call the locations effect. The locations effect says that one of the most important aspects of healing is the location, not just little bits of mold that are growing in your dishwasher or your window, but actually the biome of the location and avoiding super toxins. So we experiment with different locations to see how it affects our health. All this time, we are developing what we refer to as mold avoidance skills. Mold avoidance skills is basically the sum total of being able to Tell the difference between mild mold and problematic mold, knowing the difference, and also being able to avoid it effectively and without breaking the bank. Now, when you leave your moldy house, let's rewind a few minutes. Do you have to throw everything away? Not necessarily. Put it in storage and come back to it later. 
Again, you don't want to make big decisions right away. If you put it in storage, you're paying $40 a month to deal with it later. You should be delaying big decisions. Do you get rid of your stuff? Do you sell your house? Do it later. Now, um, we did remediate and sell our house. We fully disclosed the mold. We had it professionally remediated and certified. So we were not affecting other people. We told the buyers, hey, we were mold sick in this house. Hey, it's been remediated. It was their decision if they wanted to buy it, right? I can't control the universe. It's against the law to burn my house down. So I had to do something with it. And I followed all the laws. We disclosed everything and we sold it. Now, the reason that we did that was because immediately, first of all, um, if you just keep trying to remediate your house over and over and over again, you might end up still not being able to live there. And I knew that I was sick enough that I did not want to deal with that house anymore. After it was remediated, there was still enough cross-contamination left over that it was it was problematic for me. Not for everybody, not necessarily for the buyers, not for healthy people, but for me. So we decided to get rid of our bills, get rid of our house payment, and use that money instead of paying a mortgage, instead of paying insurance instead of paying property tax instead of paying for repairs and gas bill and electric and all that stuff to put that money toward a temporary lifestyle of doing an RV road trip now you don't have to do an RV road trip you might be able to move right down the street and not have to go anywhere at all but we knew that our city had a reputation among experienced mold avoiders as having problematic outdoor mold supertoxins. Problematic outdoor mold supertoxins. So we wanted to experiment with a different location. That is when we began our mold avoidance journey. Now it's important to note that during that journey, I made the decision based on guidance from experienced mold avoiders to not do very many treatments. The body changes drastically and all those little supplements and things that you thought you needed you really should try to stay away from because, and this is serious. This is an important point. I'm not just saying this to blow hot air. This is really a big deal. Everything in the body changes at a core level. It's mind boggling how much changes. Now I'm not advising that you stop medication that your doctor prescribed, or if there's that one supplement that you need to sleep, I'm not your doctor. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying that there's a lot of things that change in the body. Most of us have found that discontinuing as many treatments as possible is very beneficial early on. And again, this may not be right for you. I'm not your dad. I'm not your doctor. Do what's right for you. Ask your doctor first. The other thing to expect early in mold avoidance is a phase called intensification. This is when everything feels worse. Chemicals may feel worse for a while. Um, Mold certainly will feel worse. And it's sort of this crazy period of six months up to two or three years where everything is more intense. Mold reactions are more intense. That is normal. I have a phrase in my podcast that says intensification is what detox feels like. If you read the book that we all recommend you start with called A Beginner's Guide to Mold Avoidance, that's the beginner book, A Beginner's Guide to Mold Avoidance. I did not write or publish that you will read about intensification. Um, intensification is a sign of healing. It is a good sign. So what is the desired outcome of mold avoidance? Well, the longer you do it, the more you heal, 
Eventually, you do come out the other side of intensification. Hopefully, you took my advice and you saved some money and you didn't buy 17 new homes and 43 RVs and 97 apartment leases that you have to save your money because it's a long journey. That's one of the reasons we liked RVs because we could sell them when they were done. I once made the mistake of building a $50,000 custom tiny home and when I sold it, I only got $7,000 for it. I lost $43,000 because it was not a commercial consumer product that has resale value. So now I prefer to tell people about regular old RVs that have resale value, not Frankenstein experiments. Um, I have a lot of info on RVs, different kinds. Should you get one with without wood? A lot of RVs with wood are garbage. Whether you choose hotels or RVs or living with your mother-in-law, it doesn't really matter. You pick the path that's right for you. The desired outcome when it's all said and done is to get through intensification with some money left over. And that's when you are healed enough to start testing what your levels of mold exposure can be before you get sick again. By this point, most of us have had miraculous recoveries. I mean, we wouldn't do all this crazy stuff if it wasn't miraculous, right? You can hardly get someone to spend $50 on a bottle of supplements, let alone leave their house and wander around. So obviously many of us had miraculous recoveries. And then we go back to civilization and we live how we can live with whatever amount of mold exposure we can get without getting sick again. And that's really it. It's that simple. Of course, I'm leaving out a lot of details, obviously, because I'm trying to do this in 10 minutes. But that's the summary, the bird's eye summary. I will give myself the liberty of one extra minute to give you one last little pearl of wisdom. What I just described is basically how it goes. Most of us who are strong-willed and smart and stubborn and independent thinkers try to tweak the process and add our own little twist or preference on, and it usually doesn't work because Eric Johnson discovered a physiologically valid process of how this works and what the healing process is. It isn't just, oh, you like incense and I like herbs and you like acupuncture. It's actually a legitimate scientific discovery of this healing process for mold illness that thousands of people have used. And we almost always discover that if you try to make it up as you go, it doesn't work because this is actually like a legitimate discovery. Like two plus two is four. It's not Brian Rosner's preference. It's not my pet little homeopathic remedy. It's not my, you know, lavender essential oil. It's actually a scientific discovery that someone else made that actually works for getting better. Just a disclaimer. I did this in 10 minutes, so this is not thorough. Don't get mad at me if I left something out. And also, I am not a doctor. I don't play one on TV. I am just a patient and a healthcare journalist and writer. I've written five books on alternative medicine. I use this method to recover my own health. But this information in this podcast is my own informal, personal interpretation of mold avoidance. Um, it's not medical advice. I don't recommend that you do this. I don't recommend that you discontinue any treatments that your doctor gave you. Um, it's just what I have learned. I'm sharing my knowledge uh, with you. So I hope you've enjoyed this. And I went 12 minutes, but I'm still going to call it 10 minutes because I feel like it. <laughs> hope this helped you.